0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in
1: paradise. Aloha, welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. Feel free to subscribe to our show while you're at the website. Just click on the radio page or go to retirementparadiseradio.com. Now, this economic upheaval that the coronavirus has caused both globally and here in the United States has given many of us moments of fear and even panic during the past few months, especially regarding our retirement strategies. Now, After all, the pandemic is a reminder that even the best plans can be pushed aside by forces out of our control. With that in mind, today's show is going to focus on some key things that you can do to shore up your retirement during the last five years before you punch that time clock for the final time. Now, before we get into the topic today, I'd like to introduce, uh, very happy to be with Tony Shore again, my co-host. Tony, good to see you again. Yeah, we want to learn how to shore up our retirement strategy today,
0: no pun intended.
1: (laughs) Tony Shore, (laughs) shoring it up.
0: (laughs) I am your co-host, Tony Shore, uh, and we're going to shore this up. But hey, thanks for the great introduction, and that sounds like a really good topic. This is a solid one. A good one for today. Uh, I think this is going to be our best show yet. How about that?
1: Oh, I like the optimism. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about this show, too, because people always ask, you know, when they meet with a usually when I meet with them, you know, is it too early to be thinking about retirement? And this is a a good basically um, blueprint, you know, for your last five years in the workforce. Ah, very good. Well, yeah, and I've been doing good. It's been uh,
0: crazy busy where I am at. How about you? Are you keeping busy during all this uh, COVID madness?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to, um, you know, as as they keep tightening up the noose uh, the on us. I'm going into a shutdown now, so it's going to be a little quieter here, but I'm doing a lot of work um, virtually now, which is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, it seems like that's the way it's going. I know you're having a lot of virtual uh, Zoom meetings uh, with our listeners or prospects who want to talk to you or have questions for you. And I know you're more than willing to do that. Talk with them on the phone or meet virtually online, and doing some online presentations and educational seminars. So as well as the podcast, so trying to keep it going uh, during this time, even though everything's kind of on a lockdown right now, uh, which makes it tough. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, I, I think this episode today is probably going to resonate with a lot of us, myself included, as I get closer and closer. I mean, it feels like you're doing everything right. You might have a 401k or an IRA investments. Hopefully you're you're budgeting and hopefully working with a financial services professional like yourself. So then you're on course, but uh, boom, uh, now comes the pandemic. And that kind of uh, changes our story a little bit, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that's very true. Uh, But we, we can't lose sight of the fact that, you know, a strong strategy designed to keep you moving forward is is a good way to get through economic uncertainty and volatility. Um, the idea for today's show um, was an article that caught me. um really interesting by Forbes, and this one's titled Mastering the Last Five Years Before Retirement. Now, it really jumped out at me because of its hyper focus on the last five years of your working life often articles news pieces and what we've talked a lot about on our show tony is it focuses on retirement as a whole with an emphasis on getting your retirement strategy rolling early you know through your working years making sure you're saving in the right types of accounts and while that's obviously great you know the truth is the last five years before retirement require a completely different strategy and adjustments to match so those last five years are Uh, to borrow a cliche, uh, the home stretch. And you certainly want to turn into that home stretch with as much confidence as possible.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people uh, when they're 60, maybe that's the last five years or 61, 62. uh, And they think, okay, about five years from now when I'm 66, 67, I'm going to retire. A lot of people those last five years or maybe they're going to retire earlier. So you have to start this last five year process when you're 55. But I think this is a good perspective. I mean, obviously, when we're in we're you know our 20s and 30s retirement, something of an abstract concept, uh, you don't really think about it. You know, it's out there, but you don't spend a lot of time about, you know, uh, thinking about it at all, really. But when you leapfrog into your late 50s, or early 60s, it's no longer abstract. It's real and it's coming straight at you like a freight train, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I like that leapfrog uh, analogy because people, you know, all of a sudden they're 50 and they're like, what what happened? How did I get here? (laughs) I've asked myself that lately. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but to your point, Tony, um, the article notes that if you're five years or less uh, from retirement, you should be asking yourself a series of important questions. Um, have, have I socked enough money away? Have I worked with a financial services professional to discuss my investments and my allocations and my risk? Am I prepared to pay for long term care costs? Uh, do I need a living trust? Should I prioritize paying off my mortgage? Is my 401k going to provide me with enough retirement income? I mean, these are all questions that I hear um, constantly, and those are admittedly pretty heavy questions, excuse me, Uh, but they're heavy because they're so critical, and those heavy questions can sometimes lead to additional anxiety as retirement nears, and they grow in, in importance. Yeah, I can see
0: how they would. It's definitely easy to see how these questions, if you don't have the right answer or any answer at all, could make you feel like retirement's a huge weight around your neck, a burden, rather than something to look forward to. And you don't want that. So what does this article suggest or what do you suggest, Greg, we do with uh, this five years uh, before retirement?
1: Well, if you create a five-year strategy uh, for preparing for retirement, there are likely to be some challenges. And then those challenges will be even bigger if your current strategy hasn't adequately prepared you for what's coming. Uh, First, you'll need to get a complete understanding of where you are financially right now. So take some time to assess how your money is allocated in terms of retirement accounts, investments. And it's also a really good time to Uh, crunch some of those numbers like like how much you're going to receive from social security how you're going to file social security Uh, additionally uh, what does your likely monthly social security payment going to mean to your overall strategy is that going to be enough Um, do you have a, a pension for example or any other income sources maybe a rental property so these are all things you need to get organized and then there's probably the most important question of all. When you combine all of these income sources, will they create a pot big enough to allow you to maintain your current preferred lifestyle? Ah,
0: good questions. <clears throat> uh, but what should we be looking for when it comes to the answers to these questions?
1: Well, I like where your where your mind's going, Tony, um but first, if you aren't sure you're as ready as you should be for retirement, it makes a lot of sense to work with a financial services professional. I mean, chances are there's an experienced pro in your community who can answer your questions, analyze your current strategy, offer some suggestions, and perhaps most importantly, calm your nerves and give you some confidence heading into retirement. And don't forget that if you're still five years away from retirement, there's likely still some time to adjust your allocations, uh, how much you're saving um, and your tax strategies as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know we've talked a lot about tax strategies because that's where a lot of people, it can cost them a lot of money if they don't have a good strategy in place and they don't have somebody like yourself helping them look at this big picture uh, of everything that uh, is a part of it. Now, Uh, we're talking today about how we can master that last five years before retirement, you know, so people can better position themselves to enjoy the retirement they've worked so hard for. I mean, Greg, a lot of people have worked 50 years of their life and this is what they've been working for. Uh, You don't want to blow it and you want to have a good strategy. So basically that starting line, precisely five years before your retirement, is what we're talking about. So let's move on to what we should focus on four years before you retire.
1: Great, let's get right into it, Tony. Um, The Forbes article, and that one is titled Mastering the Last Five Years Before Retirement, it explains that after you've taken all the necessary steps five years back, Once you're at the point with four years to go, it's time to start thinking more about how your life will look uh, after retirement. So just shortly after you retire, what do you want? So with that in mind, you should start pondering at this stage uh, where you may want to live. if you have grandchildren, how important it is to be close to them. Um, Babysitting your grandchildren, watching their games, recitals, performances, certainly could have a bearing on, you know, whether or not you might wanna relocate, for example. And it's also becoming more common to retire outside the country. And so if that's something that you're considering, I'd I'd strongly recommend that you visit the countries you're considering multiple times before you make any final decisions. And in fact, that same logic probably applies Even if you're making a long distance move domestically, if you're thinking about retiring to Vegas or Utah, um, you'll want to learn as much as you can before putting down any roots.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously it's different uh, than if you lived in Omaha or something. (laughs) So the process is a little different if you live on the islands. You know, earlier in the show, you mentioned long term care. At what point in this process, this five year process we're talking about, Greg? Do you have to start strategizing for long-term care?
1: Yeah, actually, they recommend um, right in year four, Tony. Here's a stat from the Forbes article that will probably make you catch your breath. Uh, The 2019 median cost in California for long-term care was $127,000 per year. So that's breaking that down year. further, that's per year. That's and real money that, to you and I, Greg. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that breaks down to 350 every day. Uh, so of course, there's plenty of sticker shock with numbers like that, but that's where your strategy comes in. Um, your first instinct usually is to begin pricing long-term care insurance policies. And in some cases, that might be the right instinct, but you don't want to move too fast on that one. And a financial services professional may be able to look at your current standing and determine if you already have the assets or additional income sources to cover long-term care costs. I mean, I always try to look at that with my clients and see if we can earmark an account or a portfolio for that rainy day for when you might need it, because self-insuring is the best way to go. Why make the uh, have the insurance companies make all the profits?
0: Good advice. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I know there are various... Uh, retirement vehicles now that can incorporate long-term care that aren't straight up long-term care insurance that might be more affordable as well. And I have to confess, I've never really thought about uh, long-term care needs versus total assets before, as you're mentioning. But since year four is a good time to be considering
1: long-term care, does that mean it's also a good time to look at legacy planning? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because if you haven't already done so, year four is the time to set up your will, uh, your health care directives, your powers of attorney, um, most likely probably a living trust. If you have additional assets beyond retirement accounts, you probably will need a living trust. Now, uh, And also in Hawaii, if you own real estate, definitely get a living trust. All real estate goes through probate um, in Hawaii. And it's important to remember that legacy planning Um, the laws vary from state to state. So it's another area where working with a financial services professional is probably a good idea and will be very helpful.
0: Yeah. And if my math's correct, that's two years down and three to go. So what do you have for us when it comes to the third year?
1: Well, we're at the midpoint of your five-year strategy, and it should look more acutely on what your upcoming retirement will really look like. Um, For example, does your imagination wander to relaxing afternoons, reading a book on the beach, or guided tours through great European sites and museums are more your cup of tea? Yes and yes. (laughs) Maybe your preferred retirement um, isn't so much grand adventures as it is time with the family um, and just being around them without the worries and burdens of work. So for many people, retirement may also mean... Uh, Time for pursuing interests and passions that have been set aside uh, during your working years. Uh, Maybe it's learning to paint. Maybe it's art projects. uh, Maybe it's season tickets at the sports team. Um, Maybe it's just getting through the entire works of Charles Dickens. Um, Whatever it is, when you no longer are punching that literal or metaphorical time clock for 40 hours a week or more, you're going to have a lot of time to fill. So it's time to start thinking about that here at the midpoint.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. and I think what you're saying right now is interesting and very important because it's easy to think of this retirement strategy as focusing only on money and savings and legal documents, things like that. But there is more nuance to it as you talk about it more and more. When we think about retirement, I guess we have to think about things like filling an extra 40 or 50 weekly hours that were previously dedicated to work, don't we?
1: Yeah, exactly, Tony. We've talked about that before. Um, we call it the time gap. You know, all of a sudden you're not working those forty or fifty hours a week. You gotta, you gotta fill that time with something. And remember, uh, time is an asset, just like your money. So why not come up with a strategy for it? Right. I mean, when you attack those last five years with a robust strategy,
0: you've got to it, It'll help ensure that you have the kind of retirement you always wanted. Now, how would you like to begin uh, the next uh, phase here?
1: Well, I think we should get started with one final point that the Forbes article uh, makes about your year three strategy, and that's the idea of downsizing your home. Now, many soon to be retirees are still in the home where they raise their families, and that can certainly create a strong emotional attachment, but would moving to a smaller, um, less expensive, easier to maintain home or or condo uh, maybe make your overall retirement more enjoyable and easier to manage?
0: Yeah, that's a good question to ask, and I think it's something worth considering. I know my wife and I are already talking about that. So tell us what the year two strategy should uh, be then.
1: Well, once we're um, in year two, this is uh, where it starts to be a really exciting time. I mean, you're just two years away from retirement. You're so close with just a a little more work and discipline, retirement will be yours. Um, As the article suggests, year two may be a good time to really think about your tax strategy. And again, this is where working with a financial services professional can really help you create a blueprint for tax savings uh, that may actually kick in right before you retire. And don't forget, a healthy number of people see their income drop far enough after retirement that in some years they may enjoy that 0% capital gains tax. And if 0% capital gains sounds good to you, just keep repeating one word to yourself, strategy. Ah, it does sound really good uh, to me, so I'm going to keep doing
0: that. Uh, It Mm. won't help me co-host the rest of the show with you, but uh, I'm just going to sit here and repeat the word strategy. (laughs) (laughs) But no, if you have an income drop that bumps you into lower tax bracket, uh, what's the play then?
1: Good question. Um, If you find yourself in this um, enviable position, you may want to consider a Roth conversion. So be aware though, that this is a fairly convoluted process and you should do it with the help of a financial services professional. Uh, before the end of year two, you should also shine a bright light on all the numbers you've used to craft your retirement strategy. Give it a once over.
0: Okay, that brings us to the place where we all get very anxious, that magical last year of work. Uh, What should we focus on during this time period?
1: Well, now in your last year before retirement, you're so close to the end of the road that you may be feeling a little giddy. Your toes may be wiggling in your shoes as your mind flashes of images of endless fun. Um, but while there's nothing wrong with those thoughts, it's important to keep yourself on track during that last year of work. And with that in mind, you may really want to be vigilant about considering ways to slash your spending and, and other expenses. You also might want to take uh, make a list of all the various upcoming critical dates, um, important milestones in retirement. And the Forbes article uses these examples, um, 59 and a half that's what the IRS calls qualified retirement age, that's when you could now begin withdrawing from your retirement plans, your pre-tax money without any penalties. Uh, 62 is another milestone, that's when you're eligible for Social Security. Uh, 65 is another milestone when you become eligible for Medicare. And I'll throw one more in here that the article didn't mention, and that's age 72 now. It used to be 70 and a half, but that's your required minimum distribution. Um, so 59 and a half is when you can take money out of retirement plans. 72 is when you have to start taking money out of your retirement plans. So don't forget, though, that there may also have be various other dates that are very important um, for things like, like pensions and other sources.
0: So do you have any other advice for people who may be retiring before they turn 65?
1: Yes. um, If you retire before 65, it's uh, really essential to determine how you'll get your health insurance. So a a lot of people have this health insurance gap here if you're retiring before you're eligible for Medicare. And this is no small consideration. I mean, in some cases, you may be able to continue the coverage that your employer provides in other cases, you may have to utilize um, COBRA until you can enroll in Medicare, um, and maybe in some circumstances, the Affordable Care Act may be a solution for some people. But no matter what option you choose, it's absolutely imperative that you have adequate insurance when you retire. Yeah, and
0: it could be very pricey, <laughs> that that yes. gap, trying to cover
1: that gap between
0: when you uh, when you retire and when Medicare kicks in, even if it's a small period, even one year, Uh, you got to really make sure you work with somebody who deals with this a lot. And I know this is another area where you help your, you know, your clients get the advice they need. And this has been a good episode, Greg. Great discussion. Uh, I love it because, you know, the closer I get, the more I'm thinking about, hey, you know, what what are the steps? How soon do I really need to have these things in place? So this has been great insight, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to mention for our listeners today?
1: Yeah, we we mentioned at the top of the program, you know, that people sometimes think that it might be too soon for them to start planning for retirement. So I think this episode, I hope, give people a little clarity that you need to start planning ahead of time. So if you like what you heard today and you maybe want a little assistance with any of those five steps, I'm happy to help our listeners. Feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org.
0: All right. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org.